All right, my friends, I am coming to you with some news that has really just struck me very kind of hard because my, my mother was a big fan and father of the Beatles, and actually my middle name, Michelle, comes from the Beatles song, Michelle My Bell. Well, I was looking through the news, and I found this article, and it just blew me away. Ringo says Paul died in 1966. Now, I'm going to read this article to you. It is kind of long, but hey, this is kind of like, you know, Lee Harvey Oswald never being where they said he was. This is major news, I would think. All right, folks. Former Beatle Ringo Starr claims the real Paul McCartney died in 1966 and was replaced by a lookalike. The former drummer of the Beatles, Ringo Starr, surprised the world this morning during an interview in his luxurious Californian residence when he admitted that the 45-year-old rumors about the alleged death of Paul McCartney in 1966 were actually true. In an exclusive interview with interview with the Hollywood Enquirer, Mr. Starr explained that the real Paul McCartney had died in a car crash on November 9, 1966, after an argument during a Beatles recording session. To spare the public from grief, the Beatles replaced him with a man named William Shears Campbell, who was the winner of a McCartney lookalike contest and who happened to have the same kind of jovial personality as Paul. When Paul died, we all panicked, claims Ringo, obviously very emotional. We didn't know what to do, and Brian Espion, our manager, suggested that we hire Billy Shears as a temporary solution. It was supposed to last only a week or two, but time went by and nobody seemed to notice, so we kept playing along. Billy turned out to be a pretty good musician, and he was able to perform almost better than Paul. The only problem was that he could not get along with John at all. Welcome to the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast with Ryan, Larry, and Joshua. And this week, we are going to be talking about the insane death spiracy of Paul Oakenfold. Fuck, I forgot his name. What What was the guy in the Beatles? Paul... Paul Mitchell. Paul Mitchell. Pete Best? <laughs> no, Paul McCartney. It's the Paul is Dead conspiracy, folks, this week. Josh, don't look so sad. Let's take a conspiracy and make it crazy. That's all I got to say. I, I, this you could have said glad. You had an opportunity. <laughs> I, well, here's the thing. This was Josh's suggestion. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, I almost threw my phone on the ground. I'm like, <laughs> are, uh, what? Are you serious? And we'll get into it. But okay. Before we do anything, we need a quick one out of ten. How big of a Beatles fan are you? Number ten being I have all the vinyl, I know every song frontwards and backwards, mm -hmm. and number one being the Beatles suck, basically. <laughs> Josh, you first. Well, I have every Beatles record. I don't have them on vinyl, and I'm not gonna even try to say that I know all the songs because I don't. 
I, however, really, really enjoy them. And it, compared to the Stones, I'll always take the Beatles. So, you know, hmm. I would say, uh, I would say I'm probably like a seven. Right on. Larry? Oh, I appreciate their influence on music. Uh, I understand their importance. But as far as being a fan, I'm a five. Right on. I'd say I'm like somewhere in between the two of you then. I'm, I, that would be I've a six l- then. So six. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that, that number. A sexy six, as I like to say. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a fun, fun band to jam. Uh, I don't think they've lost their authenticity as Mm -hmm. far as like, I don't think they're going to be a band that gets tired. I think they're kind of eternal, much like Mozart or Beethoven or Zeppelin or Pink Floyd. Uh, certain bands just capture a mood and they do it well. I think we didn't grow up in that time period. I think that would really affect our scores. Of course, yeah. No, I mean, a lot of people, uh, music critics specifically cite them as, you know, number one. I mean, every time there's a list, yeah. it's like, number one, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Number one, greatest song ever, pop song ever, yesterday. Uh, you know, number one, greatest um, influence record, Revolver. And I mean, they're all over the map when you look at like the Rolling mm-hmm. Stone top 100 greatest albums of all time. And, and rightfully so. I understand they influenced everybody. Yeah, and, I, I get it. But right. But uh, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't diminish the fact that they are uh, incredible and musicians and uh, being a musician. If when you look at the intricacies of some of their songs that sound so simple, uh, some of it's, it is pretty complex and can be difficult to play uh and those records all of them are just phenomenal records but do they should maybe eventually they the critics say yeah maybe we'll omit the beatles from this list because we don't want them taking all the light and we'll give it to uh Pink Floyd, or and you know and maybe other bands should be omitted as well but you know that's just my say on it well Ryan, some people we can all hear so much that Jimi hendrix is the greatest guitar mm-hmm. player of all time brian right. do you want to know how you can tell if someone's a musician <laughs> they call themselves a musician yeah, they'll tell you <laughs> do you know what the difference is between a 14 inch pizza and a music- musician what's that a 14 inch pizza can feed a family of four <laughs> well, unless you're the Beatles, then you can, then you and can as a musician, I can make that joke. <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> All right, we've we've given we've we've given the Beatles enough pats on the back. They're yeah, awesome. Screw them. They're, eter- they're eternal. You know who else? Go ahead. You know who else we should give pats on the back to? Hmm. All the listeners of this oh, podcast. That's Amen. right. Yep. We've consecutively been in the top twenty-five for talk comedy. For the last, uh, well, I since we started actually realizing how to look at that stuff, and I gotta say, thanks, guys, it's awesome. Um, yeah, it's cool to see a a listenership grow. So, without further ado, let's just get into it, okay? Yeah. All right. So, upon digging into this some more, basically, what I what I figured out is that. In 1966, around November 1966, Paul McCartney driving in his Ashton Martin, he's like, 
right then, I'm going to take this road. I'm going to go home. It's actually, no, it's 5 a.m. I think I'm going to keep partying because it's the 60s and I'm, I'm Paul McCartney. He's thinking it's time to party at 5 a.m. Like all of us, you know, unquote. And he sees a he sees a hitchhiker on the side of the road, and he Ooh. picks her up, and she gets in the car. It was a hitchhiker. Hello, hitchhiker. Where are you going? <laughs> I was like, excuse me, did, did did somebody just hop into our podcast? I saw realm? your thumb. Your thumb said you were going this way. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right. So the girl gets in the car, and they continue to drive. She says where she's going. Where are you going? Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Was that a deep-throated prostitute? Um, I'm going wherever you want. I guess no. She Maybe. does. I don't. No one knows what they said, but basically, she. They're driving for a little while, and then she actually realizes that she's in a car with Paul McCartney because it's late. Obviously, 5 a.m. It's still dark, and then she's like, "Holy mother of pearl! I'm in a car with the." Paul McCartney from the Beatles. So she freaks out. She flails her arms around. And before Paul can, you know, kind of calm her down and get his bearings. What the fuck you doing? <laughs> He's calm down, you crazy bitch. He smashes his Ashton Martin into a tree. <laughs> and unfortunately, the 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 damage literally cleaves his head off. So I lost me head. Does he die? He sleepy hollows himself <laughs> along with this girl. She totally dies. So take that. And you know, you gotta I gotta have a small moment to say I'm sorry to all the believers, but also J- Justin Bieber out there trying to like get his praise get his praise believers to calm down so he can have a show and then he has to walk off the stage because they're being too loud. The hysteria is real, folks. These guys have something important to say, and usually it's um, it's jack shit. That's the truth. But anyway, so Mc- McCartney gets in this accident, and like I said, November nineteen sixty six. Soon after, um, people start. There was a car accident, and now I want to say this: what I just told you was part of the conspiracy. Okay, that's allegedly now. There's more to this, but sto- long story short, there was a car accident. Okay, that the real car accident isn't necessarily. Uh, it wasn't lethal, or at least supposedly. See, you have to understand: in the '60s, the Beatles were huge. There were, I mean, there was probably a fact, a, a facet of a. Beatles club in every city anywhere. They were bigger Um, than Jesus. Yes, they were bigger than God. And in some ways, they kind of, you know, that's continued in some circles. But the beginnings of these rumors um, started circulating in London that Paul McCartney had been killed in a car crash after now this is where there's there's two different there's two different accidents. The, The other one was January 1967 again, involving his Ashton Mar- Martin. So, the rumor was because acknowledged... Stop picking up and- these crazy broads. <laughs> Lapping their arms a bit. It was acknowledged and rebutted in the February issue of the Beatles book, Fanzine. So, they had their own fanzine. You know, it's like, who has that? 
not many people and usually there's like one cover of it if it is and it's like that flash in the pan type thing but but Tiger it beat. is yeah but it is not known whether the rumor of 1969 is related to it in the autumn of 1969 the beatles had just released their abbey road album and were in the process of disbanding mccartney's public engagements were few and he was spending time at his scottish retreat with his new wife linda to, to contemplate his forthcoming solo career so there's there's multiple rumors spreading years towards the second half of the Beatles um, career. Now, as a fan of the Beatles, I can say there's, there's kind of distinctly two different, two different eras. There's the early era, the early pop eras, and then the latter day um, experimental rock era. I, after they, sorry, after they stopped touring and they decided to just do studio work, that's when everything changed. Right. Um, and I, I, I do want to quick interject if that's okay. No, go ahead, Josh. I need you to. This is your, this was your, uh, this is your baby. So go ahead. There's another story involving the accident mm, right. that. He was not even in the vehicle. He was actually at a party and it was a, a friend of his or somebody that was that worked for the band. I can't remember exactly who he was, but he was running drugs to them to this party and then mm-hmm. he got into an accident. Oh, so McCartney was running drugs to a party? No, no, this this Paul McCartney was at a party and this guy was bringing drugs to him. Okay. Then that's I mean it's just there's so many different variations of uh, well, how did Paul die how, in that version? Well, that's what they're saying. That's what I'm saying is that there's people that are saying, well, he was nowhere even near that oh, accident oh, that oh. he supposedly died at. Right, because he was waiting for his Domino's pizza and a side of heroin mm-hmm. or acid at the time, probably. <laughs> the fuck is this put anchovies on it <laughs> i just i just wanted to make sure because there's there are oh, a no. lot of variations of what happened of course from both sides the the people that say that he is dead and the people that say he is not dead yes indeed well every 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 instance is argued from both sides but today we're just going to focus on the rumors and then I guess give a verdict at the end whether we think they're they're accurate or not. Um, I want to hit on the growth a little bit because guess what, guys, we're kind of sort of responsible for this. Our our our, our lovely state of Michigan, Uh-oh. because on twelve October nineteen sixty nine, a caller to Detroit radio station WKNR FM told this jockey Russ Gibb about the rumor and its clues. Gibb and other callers then discussed the rumor on the air for the next hour. Two days after the WKNR broadcast, the Michigan Daily published a satirical review of Abbey Road by University of Michigan student Fred Labor under the headline, McCartney Dead, New Evidence Brought to Light. It identified various clues to McCartney's death on Beatles album covers, including new clues from the just-released Abbey Road LP. Labor had invented many of the clues and he was astonished when the story was picked up by <laughs> newspapers across the United States. WKNRFM f- further fueled the rumor with a special two-hour program on the subject, The Beatle Plot, which aired 19 October 1969, and in the years since, on Detroit Radio. 
In the early morning hours of 21 October 1969, New York radio station WABC's disc jockey, Roby Yange, discussed the rumor on the air for over an hour before being pulled off the air for breaking format. At that time of night, WABC's signal covered a wide listening area and could be heard in 38 states and at times in other countries. Later that day, the Beatles press office issued statements denying the rumors, which were widely reported by national, international, and international media. Various clues were used to suggest the following story. Three years previously, on 9 November, like I said, 1966, ooh, McCartney had an argument during a Beatles recording session and had driven off angrily and then had crashed his car in a result. To spare the public from grief, the Beatles replaced him with William Campbell, the winner of a McCartney lookalike contest. Hey, Paul. I'm Paul. Oh, um, oh. Yeah, this is where the fun hat oh. like really starts to kick in with the, the oh, yeah. doppelganger, the yeah, the guy that looks just like him, and yeah. I'm William William Campbell, and I'm I'm a bit of a musician myself. I could tell. You told me you're a musician. <laughs> oh, are you dead? I'm dead. You alive though? <laughs> I'm alive and you're dead, which makes me the main beetle. Okay, we're going to stop that. Let's uh, <laughs> spare the let's, listeners. Spare them. Spare a couple of Midwest guys. Ooh, yeah, I like cheese. I'm going to try to talk like a Manchester. I love cheese here. I like a salty hot dog. Yeah, I'm from Manchester, you see. Hey, John, I'm from like Manchester. <laughs> You better get rid of Oko there. <laughs> she breaking yeah, up she the band. She's really hanging on you there, John. John, you know you write a bad song, and uh, and we really get punished. Hey, John, Yoko's full of shit. Hey, Jude. <laughs> he was just trying to say dude, but they ended up saying hey, Jude. Oh, sorry about oh. that. Cheese curds in my mouth. <laughs> God. Uh, oh, I just had it here. Um, Everyone sounds like they're from Wisconsin. <laughs> I know. That's fine. We are from Wisconsin, yo. Um, so, I have a list from the mirror.co.uk, basically the mirror mm-hmm. from the UK, of seven completely legit signs that Paul McCartney died in 1966. <laughs> Right, and we're gonna go through it now. Number before one. I get into that, how I, I'm just curious, Josh, when you first heard that he was replaced, I mean, why why do you think they would do that? Well, the, that's obvious. They were the biggest thing in the world at the time. Right. I mean, all this attention was now going to the musicians. What's wrong? In London because of the popularity of the band and each one of the members were icons. Every single one of them were m- massive individuals. They had their, their big personalities and of course Paul and John being the, the big writers you supposedly it will go, we'll, we'll go say we'll say that it is true that he's dead. You just lost one of the biggest writers in the past, what, how many 
years. I mean, this guy, he's a, he's a monster. He's it. He's it. I mean, he's the big, he, I can't think of anybody more and inf- more influential, the pop rock. I, it, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And so if you, I mean, John Lennon, you is, have this, John Lennon was godified after he died. Um, but I do, yeah. I, 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 spoiler alert, McCartney is the best Beatle, in my opinion. No, Pete Best is the best Beatle. <laughs> it's in his name. <laughs> All right. Let's get to some. So, yeah, they would, they would, they would replace him because of the fact that he, it'd be dumb not to. If you have the, if you have a guy that looks exactly like him, can sing like him, play music like him, have his mannerisms. If you have that, no one and nobody knows that. Oh, Paul is dead. Well, okay. Well, we'll just uh, get the cat to put him in the litter box and bury him, and we'll just go ahead and replace him. Right. Well, I, I don't know, man. All right. Let me let me just get let me get into this stuff for for these people that are probably going get to the theories. Okay. Number one, crossing Abbey Road without shoes on. Okay, so according to this theory, the Abbey Road album cover started so many conspiracy theories, but the fact that Paul is pictured without his shoes on is often used as evidence that was he was dead at the time Abbey Road was rele- was released in 1969 and was replaced by a lookalike. Um I heard this theory and I read something somewhere that John being dressed in a white suit is considered the preacher. Ringo in the black suit is considered the um, mourner. John is dressed nicely with a cigarette in his right hand, which he was left-handed. And so there's that theory in that theory. Plus he has no shoes because he's dead. And then George is in jeans and he's the grave digger sorry sorry what like, was that larry lord knows it's very difficult to smoke a cigarette with the opposite hand it is i mean every time i try this it just falls just, out of my so, yeah, mouth yeah i just drop it it's like i see and i could never understand that logic because when i was a smoker i mean i'm right-handed and i always smoked with my left hand same here right i don't want it's my awful. right fingers stinking it's like if you're eating food, like if you eat from your left hand, you just drop it. You're like, Ugh. no, I, I use both hands at the same time to shovel it in as much in as possible. Yeah, for, <laughs> for me, it was just because I smoked in my car. So I was so used to smoking with my left hand. Right. Oh, that, yeah. You know what I mean? Which, so that logic doesn't make any sense. It actually right. you, you hit on to something there, Josh, because. The driver's seat would be in the opposite side of the car for in England. So he would be used to smoking with his right hand out the window. Exactly. That's a great point. That is a great point. Um, Now, you guys are discussing some side theories. I did hear McCartney in an interview kind of debunking the whole Abbey Road thing by saying the only reason he... The only reason he doesn't didn't have shoes on is because he was wearing flip flops that day, and it was so hot he just tossed them off real quick. I th- but that doesn't that seems silly to me because I'm sure pavement is quite a bit hotter than just having flip flops on. So they're also probably high as hell. 
Right, of course. They they all hated each other at this point. They're all like <laughs> They're just medicating piece of shit. <laughs> Paul, I hate you. I hate you too, John. I hate you, Ringo. Well, I hate you. <laughs> all the Beatles sound the same in my head. I, exactly. You know what? That's a perfect impression. No more, no more reason to do any more impressions. That's perfect. I hate you. I hate you. All right. In the Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band album cover, it's also probably my favorite Beatles album, the uh, bass guitar wreath on Sgt. Pepper on the cover, if you look, there is a bass guitar shaped in flowers with three strings, three being the three remaining that are alive, and it's left-handed, so Paul was left-handed. Um, this sh- supposed surefire piece of evidence, um, this is so f- sure, so f- according to conspiracy theorists, this is surefire piece of evidence. There is a yellow wreath at the bottom right of the Sergeant, Heart- Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band cover. Um, the fact that he played the bass and there's a wreath in the shape of a bass is supposedly indisputable evidence. Each Beatles member was allowed to choose a number of famous figures to be appear on the Sgt. Pepper's album cover, and one of John's choices was his old best mate and former Beatles member, Stu Sutcliffe, who died in 1962. That's sad. So, Sutcliffe originally played bass in the band, and the bass guitar wreath is most likely a tribute to him. And that's where that explanation. Hey, how can we cover up this this past the death of Paul? Uh, I don't know by leaving clear evidence all over our album covers. Hey, we're trying not to get to our verdict too early. Come on. Okay, fair enough. Well, and and the thing is, is I mean, and there's there's so much more. Like, well, and I want to take a step back to the uh, Abbey Road cover, if that's okay. Totally, totally. Um, the if you look on the cover of that record, there is a a car that's behind them, a a beetle, if I'm not mistaken. Right. And hmm. on it is a date that could potentially lead to the day he died. And they say, allegedly, that off frame to the left of them is a graveyard. And from what I understand, people that or in the area say they are there is no graveyard over there. I just I, I just wanted to point that out. And as well as uh with so Sergeant uh <laughs> Sergeant Pepper cover. <laughs> right. Uh if you look at it above Paul, there is a man holding his hand like a palm above Paul's head. Yep. And they say I believe it's an Indian culture that that's a sign of a d- the dead man. <laughs> okay. Sorry. And then also on the wreath underneath them where it says Sergeant Pepper Lonely Heart Club. Yeah. The way that it's uh written me. out, it looks like it's numbers and like how it says like eleven nine he is dead or something something to that effect that oh well yeah, on, on the day that he that Paul got into the car accident, he died. Wow. These guys have got to be really good at Sudoku. <laughs> um, okay, so the next theory is I Buried Paul from Strawberry Fields Forever. Um, in the outro of Strawberry F- Fields Forever, John Lennon can be heard on the left channel of the recording to say something along the lines of I Buried Paul.
The fact that it's panned hard left on the recording su- suggests it was picked up on a cymbal microphone and that John was standing near Ringo's drum kit. John's probably going, hey, Paul, watch this. I'm going to fuck with everybody. But everybody thinks he's saying cranberry sauce instead of I buried Paul. That- so that's... Uh, okay, let's, let's, let's try to get through some of these. 28IF, the registration plate on the Volkswagen Beetle, like Josh said in the cover of the Abbey Road, reads LMW28IF. Conspiracy theorists claim that this is a reference to the fact that Paul McCartney would have been 28 years old at the time of the Abbey Road release had he still been alive. Hmm. Billy Shears. The name Billy Shears is the first line in this track. In the Sgt. Pepper album, the Beatles reference that they have formed a new band with the one and only Billy Shears. Billy, Billy Shears is oh. thought to be the name of Paul's uh-huh. replacement. That's interesting. Um, okay, let's keep going. He blew his mind out in a car. Great line from an amazing song, A Day in the Life. While the various Paul McCartney lookalikes theories all involve Paul McCartney dying in a car, the cause of death varies. One theory is that he took his own life and that this is referenced by John Lennon in the track A Day in the Life. All right, and here's the last one. Paul is dead. I miss him. I miss him. On the top of the he blew his mind out in a car theory, some also claim that if you play I'm so tired backwards, John can be heard to sing Paul is dead. I miss him. I miss him. Some people claim you can hear will Paul be there as Superman on a day in the life. Hmm. So, let's take a clip break. Those are seven supposedly completely legit theories, and um, we'll get to the bottom of it and maybe do a little quiz and then a verdict. It's about right, doesn't it? In the, uh, toward the end of the 60s, is that when the, uh, the, the rumors about you being dead surfaced? Do you remember that? Do you remember, yeah. remember how, how that started? What, what were your feelings about that? Yeah, what happened? Yeah, my feelings. Um... Yeah, no, what happened was we did a cover for a record called Abbey Road, and we... <laughs> even the cover gets applause. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it, and the idea was to walk across the crossing, and I showed up that day with sandals, flip-flops, and so uh, it was so hot, and I kicked them off and walked across barefooted. So this started some rumor that because he was barefooted, He's dead. <laughs> I couldn't see the connection myself. No, I don't. It see, seemed like a long, dead. slow, difficult death. <laughs> <laughs> Being barefooted will kill you. Scorched feet. Uh, uh, and and, 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 and what do you, how do you manage uh, something like that? Because it was a, a global rumor. And, and yeah. I mean, you know, I just, I just laughed at it and knew it was just because of the fame and the craziness. It was an American DJ, so you guys are to blame. Yeah. <laughs> Not you personally, but... Now, the thing is, you know, I, I just laughed it off, but it was a little bit strange because people did start looking at me like... Is it, is it him or a very good double? Well, that was the idea. That was the other part of it, that there was a guy who looked like you taking your place. No, well, this is him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or is it? <laughs> <laughs>
All right, we're back. Hey. Hey. Hey, guys. Hey, hey Jude. Hey, Jude. Hey, Jude. You know, you'd think Hey, Jude was the only p- amazing song that the Beatles ever did if you were talking to us, but that's obviously not the case. So, let's talk, Josh. You said you had a few things you wanted to add to these theories about Paul being dead. Yeah, it's it's kind of all over the place. Uh, I mean, we've really only scratched the surface. I mean, I can, and I'm going to mention a couple songs that it's referencing, but the the list is just massive. So I'm going to just go with a couple of the more popular songs, if that's okay. Right, and then these. Uh, let me let me just interject by saying these are songs that the band members that are still surviving are trying to tell their fan base that their buddy Paul is dead. Is that the idea? Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, First, we'll go with Hello Goodbye. And the pre-chorus line is You Say Goodbye, I Say Hello. And some say that that's William Campbell's mention of his arrival and Paul's departure from the band. All you need is love. At the end of the song, we all know it. You know, all you need is love. Well, they say that John sings in that. Yes, he's dead. We loved you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Don't know how true it is, but I'm just saying. Uh, all you need is love, bear, and a six pack of PBRs. <laughs> <laughs> and some curds, yeah. All you need is a little bit of waffles and maple syrup to wash those beers down. And all you need is some ranch dressing dip. <laughs> From the pizza ranch, eh? <laughs> Choke that uh, Here's one that... Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> you're, you're fine. Uh, and here's one that actually has multiple... Uh, the, the title, Glass Onion... It, they say that glass onion has something to do with a ca- uh, a coffin, a casket, and that it's essentially pa- uh, Paul being dead, looking out. But that is what it is. Anyways, in the in the song, it says, "Here's another clue for you all: the walrus was Paul. The walrus in India is actually a symbol of death, which." That's that's what conspiracy theorists say. It's not true at all. I was about to say you could just. Onion- Make anything up and say it India and people will buy it. I know. Oh, I, I yeah, bought exactly. it. I was like, yeah, of course they do. <laughs> of course I'm a walrus. <laughs> I am the walrus. <laughs> I am a dead man. I am the birthday girl. Sorry. <laughs> I found Podcast a, I found... derailed <laughs> again. <laughs> My daughter has a birthday girl ribbon. I just wanted to raise it up so you guys could see it. Thanks. We're doing another from home episode, obviously. Yeah. You can't tell from our great editing that my friend Larry's going to. Oh, the do. editing is fantastic. Oh, I'm sorry. It's the talking that's a problem. <laughs> he has to like <laughs> too much, too much editing. All right, here we go. So, uh, continue. And then, like I, I had mentioned, uh, I know it was only to you guys, the song <laughs> Come Together. On Abbey Road, that song is chock full of potential clues that he is dead because in the beginning they talk about uh, football and all that and how he was uh, and they say that Paul was a huge fan of soccer. It's there's a ton of them, but the one that I like the most is uh, one and one and one is three. 
which they've taken as refers to that there's only three remaining Beatles members. And that's from Come Together? Yes. There's it, and, and when oh when you go God. into that song with the thought that it's about Paul, everything about is about Paul and him being dead, it, it kind of makes the song more interesting. I like that song. Man. And mind you, I love the song, but... It's Abbey, Ro- then, it's Abbey Road, right? That's correct. Okay. And then my my last one, and like I said, there's a there's a big list of songs, but and this one I I've listened to. You have to play the song "Let It Be" backwards, and when you play it, instead of being "Let It Be," it's Paul saying he is dead. And that one actually, it is pretty cool because it's it sounds pretty clear. Mm. So, uh, other than that, uh, I have a couple of pieces of pop culture stuff that not much um, because mm, I think most musicians recognize the fact that they, well, they don't think it's true. So it's time for the pop culture minute. Sonic Sonic boom. boom. What I do have, though, is uh, issue number 222 of 1970s Batman. On the cover, it has Batman and Robin. And Robin is holding a record, a a presumable Beatles (laughs) record called Dead Till Proven Alive. And they're looking at the Beatles walking up to them and it's... Batman says, here they come. One of them is dead, but which one? And Robin says, the clue is on their album cover. Holy passive-aggressive bottom, Batman. (laughs) I'm sorry, Batman. I fell on hard times. Holy necrophilia, Batman. Uh, And what's kind of funny is on that album cover, if you you look (laughs) at it really close, one of them is turned backwards, which presumably is Paul. So... Holy rigor mortis, uh, Batman. They can't fight back when they're dead. Huh? Oh, Lord. Uh, All right. And there was a mockumentary in 1978 uh, called The Rudies or The Ruddles. And it parodies the rumor with reference to backmasked lyrics of Stig has been de- dead for ages, honestly. Hmm. But the, the one of my favorite things about this is Paul himself has come out and he just kind of plays with it. He has released a live album called Paul is Live. (laughs) Yeah. And there's uh, one of his album covers is doing the recreation of Abbey Road, except purposely chock full of all of the conspiracy theories are on there. He purposely laid it all out to make to just be absolutely ridiculous. That's awesome. Yeah, it sounds like he's he's probably he's probably annoyed of it by now. Yeah. But for all at a point in his life he just played along with it and for all intents kind of poke fun at it. For all intents and purposes, Paul McCartney has been a amazing person in all the interviews I've ever watched and he's just he's super funny he just 
it doesn't it doesn't surprise me that he would do something like that and he just seems like he's the old grandpa dad rocker that you want to hang out with but that's just my two cents you just don't want to have dinner with him no he's super vegan like to the point where when he wanted to be when the simpsons wanted him on that show part of the agreement was that they had to turn lisa into a vegan really forever yeah forever Wow. Yeah, she can't ever go back to eating meat. And I, I, from what I understand, they, they were very okay with that because they, Lisa is that type of character yeah. to begin with. Whoa. But he, was, he really pressured onto them that she would never go back. I mean, wow. That's, that's a, a tiny, small complaint. I mean, I'm really just, well, you know. I'll say this. I had, a, I had a bloody steak tonight for dinner. Good for you. Por- with with a baked potato and some uh, Brussels sprouts with yeah. salt and butter. Yum. It was delicious. And uh, Lisa's really missing mm. out. So, oh. Larry, I think it's time for... Is it time? Is it time to get quizzical? Let's get quizzical, quizzical. I want to get quizzical. Let's get into quizzical. Okay. Guys, know the rules of the game. You buzz in with your names. Five questions. First one. Okay. To buzz in, if they get it wrong, the second person can steal. Question number one. The tune for this song came to Paul McCartney in a dream, but until he could come up with the words, he wrote a breakfast-themed ditty and called the piece Scrambled It. Josh. Josh. Yesterday. <laughs> that is correct. Josh won, Ryan. Scrambled Zero. eggs. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Josh landing sunny side up with the first question. Recorded. No, question number two. Recorded the same wing. Same wing. Recorded the same <laughs> week that the Kinks song, Sunny Afternoon, hit the British charts. Charts. Not charts. Which of the following songs was the first song found on the B-side of the album Revolver? A. Revolution B. Good Day Sunshine C. I, Me, Mine or D. And I Love Her B. Josh. Ryan. (laughs) Josh just buzzed in first. (laughs) I actually... Was it Revolver? That wasn't even one of the answers. A? That is incorrect. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, would you like to steal? B. That is correct. Good day, sunshine. Damn it. One to one. Throw your hands in the air. Wave (laughs) around like just don't care. Sorry, go ahead. Question number three. In what rub my nipples. Thanks for that. In what year were the Beatles inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? 1978, oh, 1982, 1980, or 1988. Josh. Ryan. Josh. I'm going to have to go with 88. That is correct. Josh 2, Ryan 1. You bastard. Because yeah, I felt like it was it was a long time after it it wasn't actually theoretically. I mean, I think that was literally like the first induction ceremony. One of the first. 
Okay, go ahead. Question number four. John Lennon once said, if there hadn't been blank, there would not have been the Beatles. Who was he referring to? A, Chuck Berry. B, Elvis Presley. Ryan. 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 Chuck Berry. Damn it. That is incorrect. What? Josh. 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 Elvis Presley. That is correct. Really? That is correct. (laughs) Ah, man. We're totally doing an episode. We're totally doing an episode on Elvis Presley down the line, by the way. (laughs) And that would make it three to one, which means it is impossible for Ryan to make a comeback. Well, let's go with that last one just because. because. So this one is worth two points. Nay, yeah. make it. Okay. Hell yeah. I'm such a piece of shit. I won't get it right. Go. <laughs> my, my confidence level is t- two. Question number five. <sighs> Which of the following Beatles songs spent the most weeks on the UK charts? A. I want to hold your hand. B. She loves you. C. Ticket to ride. Or D. Love me do. Ryan. Josh. I want to hold your hand. That is incorrect. Mm. Oh. Love me do. Mm. That is incorrect. No. It was she loves you. So, she loves you. Really? Yeah, yeah. On the UK charts. Yes. Okay. Okay. No, See, UK. No, yeah. So congratulations. I'd be interested. To, to Josh. On your win. I knew all that time of listening to them and and studying them would someday pay off. Oh, you're so smart. You're so smart. I just want to deliver you. At least you can keep the power on at his place. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hey. If yeah. my big toe didn't inside, just want to wa- Inside my, baseball yeah. here. Ryan baseball. just... Just kick the power cord at his on his end, right out, right out the wall. <laughs> Deleted my save file. Deleted the save file. Destroyed all my Napster songs I downloaded while we were talking. He was in the middle right. of lime wiring something. I know. I got I got no Eve six and no seven Mary three to listen to tonight, and I'm pissed. So all right, now you'll understand why the audio quality is a little different. Yes. Okay, guys, it's time for a verdict. Yes. Again? Larry, you start. Uh, I say hell to the no on this one. Um, I believe that this would require fake, fake Paul to keep up a ruse. Like, even to, even to the point where he's, he's doing wings stuff, really? Like, you know, the girl who killed me was flapping her arms around like wings. And killed me. Let's name the band Wings. <laughs> so, I mean, why, you know, he could have just disappeared off the face of the earth after the Beatles broke up and no one would have questioned it. But I think, why would this fake Paul just keep keep doing it? You know, working with Michael Jackson and and Stevie Wonder and appearing on, on shows, it just makes no sense. They had a bit of a falling out. Did you know that? Who? Wings? Um, no, not Wings. Uh, the uh, Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney. Right, because 
didn't well, Michael yeah, Jackson buy like the Michael back Jackson catalog? bought all of the Beatles music. Uh, okay, so Larry, that's you. Or Josh, what about you? I would agree. Fifty years of keeping up a lie when he's already filthy rich. He's going to be probably dying before too long, and hopefully not. But still, why would you keep up that mm-hmm. act for all of these years instead of just taking the money and running to be a third fake pull? Yeah. And the fact is, is the Beatles were known to be tricksters. There, they they liked pulling jokes. They were. That's the kind of guys they were, and Tricks so like I w- Chucky. There are some that believe that after the accident in which Paul was in with his car, that there were people nearby with recorders, and they caught the last screams that Paul ever had in his life before he died, and. They used those screams in the end of Hey Jude, or so conspiracy theorists say anyways. And so here's a clip so you can decide if that's true or not. So I would like to think that more than likely in the beginning when all these rumors started circulating, they heard about it and I could just picture them sitting there smoking a joint or something in Ringo going, ha, let's play with this. And they purposely put in all these little clues, all these little things all over the place just to mess with people because why not? That's the version I want to believe. I like exactly most too, actually. And I'll, I'll wrap this all up with saying the same. I, I think you're right. I think it, it, unfortunately there's no way to, um, there's no way to satiate the conspiracy therapy therapist. I was about <laughs> Name to say dropping. the conspiracy theorists that believe this. I mean, there's, it's just like the Christians and the Jews. I mean, they all believe in something and that's what they're going to go with. That's fine. You know what? Go with it. If it makes you happy, more power to you, but let it be exact. Great poll to, to, to be honest with you though, this doesn't, it doesn't do anything to, to me, but just kind of, it kind of shits on the memory of the Beatles in a way for me. Like hmm. I, I think, you know, Paul McCartney to me, like I said earlier, is my favorite Beatle, and I think he, I love his voice, I love his lyrics, I, um, you know, I love John too, and I love George as well. Ringo's okay, <laughs> but the thing is, <sighs> there's, um, yeah, he's a great drummer. I'll, I'll say that he's a great drummer. He did, he did his part, and he did it well. This theory takes a number two on one. (laughs) So I'll say, 
I'll say that I think this is so bogus. It's not even funny. As soon as I saw this theory, it smelled like shit so bad. I just like walked out of the room, came right back with the Febreze can and emptied the whole thing out in the room. And it jumped and back in the can. Out. I walked out, ate a sandwich, came back. It still smelled like shit. So I just sprayed a whole nother can and I just like opened a bunch of windows and ran a fan. I mean, it, it, it is the shittiest of all shitty theories I've ever heard. Obviously, Paul McCartney did not die. If he did die, it would be one of the... He'd be just like Jimmy and Kurt and all those other... He is so far surpassed any other musical person that we've had lost. I mean, look, when he does finally pass on, I will smoke the fattest J in all the land and listen to a whole lot of Revolver and Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. That's what I got to say. That's the verdict. Let's roll into plugs, fellas. What do we got? Larry, what do you got? Well, even though we are on our off season, if you want to hear the back catalog of EFIS, you can check it out. EFISpodcast.com, a baseball history podcast. And if you like wrestling history, Larry and I and my wife also have a wrestling history podcast called potty slam podcast that's p-o-d-y slam and so yeah we have this podcast it's uh wrestling history where we talk about the debauchery outside of the ring awesome i loved all the episodes i love the plane ride episode it was (laughs) creepy that that episode was a lot of fun to do i just picture helicopters and i get scared so Here's the deal. If you want to hit us up, go to conspiracytherapyshow at gmail.com or search us on Facebook, like our page. And if you want to know when every episode drops, go to Conspiracy mm-hmm. T Show on Twitter and like us and follow us. Really? And every single thing that you can. You'll never believe also, it. I'm actually Paul number seven. Oh, shit. There's too many Pauls. <laughs> Paul Perception. number seven. I see you have an iPhone, so that means you need to rate and review right now. And honestly, every single person that is listening to this, if you haven't rate and reviewed, please do it. If you've already done it, God bless you, sir. Or ma'am. Or ma'am, he, she, I don't know. Cat. Or cat. If you're a cat and you listen to this podcast, I will buy you a litter box and fill it with the most fragrant of litters Mm -hmm. and that's all we have tonight paul is dead he's not dead obviously you silly fucks if you really want if you really want to chase that dream go for it though we'll see you next week on another episode of the conspiracy therapy podcast good night
This has been a presentation of Beer City Media.